in this devotional, I'm going to share with you three thoughts from Exodus chapter 3, verses 7 through 10, where I'll ask the question, why did God save Israel from Egypt? Exodus chapter 3, verses 7 through 10 says, Then the Lord said, I have surely seen the affliction of my people who are in Egypt, and I have heard their cry because of their taskmasters. I know their sufferings, and I have come down to deliver them out of the hand of the Egyptians and to bring them up out of that land to a good and broad land, a land flowing with milk and honey, to the place of the Canaanites, the Hittites, the Amorites, the Perizzites, the Hivites, and the Jebusites. And now, behold, the cry of the people of Israel has come to me, and I have also seen the oppression with which the Egyptians oppressed them. Come, I will send you to Pharaoh, that you may bring my people, the children of Israel, out of Egypt. In the book of Genesis, you have this promise, this promise that's reiterated to Abraham and Isaac and Jacob. It's promised to them over and over again, where God tells them that he is going to give them this land that they're wandering in. But even as early as Genesis 15, Abraham knows that it isn't going to be him who owns the land, but it will be his descendants, the folks who are coming up. But even in this promise, Abraham is told that it isn't going to be him dwelling in the land, but it's going to be in the distant future. His descendants will own the land. But first, they will go through slavery. They will go through impoverishment. They will suffer greatly at the hands of the Egyptians. With that background in mind, here are three thoughts from Exodus chapter 3, verses 7 through 10, answering the question, why did God save Israel from Egypt? Thought number one, to end affliction. The people of Israel are being afflicted by the Egyptians. These taskmasters are giving them a very difficult time. It says here in the beginning of Exodus that there arose a king who did not know Joseph. There arose a king who wasn't familiar with how the people of Israel came to dwell in the land of Goshen, and he saw them, he saw them multiplying, and he said to himself, these guys are a threat, we're going to enslave them. And after he enslaved them, they still grew, they still got more and more people, and he said to himself, these guys, they cannot, cannot continue to grow in this way. So he decides to begin killing the males killing all of the male children. So that way there wouldn't be so many Israelites. And it's in the midst of this persecution, this suffering, it's in the midst of this slavery that's getting heavier and heavier that the Lord hears and answers to end this affliction that the people of Israel are experiencing. Thought number two, to condemn Egypt. The Lord is going to bring Israel out of Egypt, and when he does, he is going to condemn that nation. As you read through the narrative of the Exodus, what you find is that the people of Egypt are continually rebelling against God. They see these signs, they see these wonders, but Pharaoh, what does he do? He hardens his heart. The Lord tells Moses beforehand that he is going to harden the heart of Pharaoh, that Pharaoh is definitely going to say no after all of these miracles, after all of these signs, he will not allow it to happen so that ultimately the firstborn sons of all Egypt will be killed. This is to condemn the nation. The people of Israel will leave Egypt, and when they do, they will plunder them by simply asking for the wealth of their neighbors, and they will freely give it just to get the Israelites out of the nation. The Lord condemns Egypt for enslaving his people. Thought number three, to honor his promise. 
the great promise that God makes to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob is that they will dwell in the land that they wandered in. That one day, their descendants will own all of this land, this land that extends from Egypt all the way up to Assyria. It is the land of promise that God is delivering to them, and God is honoring his promise. When he brings his people up out of slavery, he is letting them know that he works on a timeline all his own, but he accomplishes precisely what he means to, and he does so when he means to. That's why he's able to promise Abraham that one day his descendants will number as the stars in the heavens, that they will be nations, that they would be huge, that they would own this land, that they would dwell in it. This is why in Genesis 15, God is able to tell Abraham that he one day will own all of this land through his descendants. It's a great promise that the Lord has given to them and one that shows his great kindness and love for his people. These three thoughts come from the assigned reading of Exodus chapters 1 through 4. If you'd like to read through the Bible with me, you can do so by subscribing to this channel, by clicking on the link in the description, or by joining the Facebook group Through the Bible, where we are reading the text of Scripture together.